0: that's the cool thing about life. When, when you give freely, you will get in return. I mean, that's, you know, that's the abundance mindset that I believe in. And so just like, you know, is however I can give value and, and not worry about like detaching yourself from the outcome. That's, that's the way I try to live life.
1: of the Real Estate Sessions Podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for telling a friend. Speaking of friends, I get to talk to somebody I've known for a long time here in St. Pete. Since I moved here in 2017, I met Brittany Renew. She's with Premier Sotheby's International Realty. And she was a realtor who came to some of the sessions I was doing for Fidelity National Title. Um, She was doing some really cool stuff. She actually launched her own podcast. We're going to talk about that. She's a classically trained singer, which makes me insanely jealous, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, Let's get this thing going. Brittany, welcome to the podcast.
0: Hi, Bill. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
1: It's great seeing you and talking to you. We've known each other really as long as I've been in St. Petersburg. When I moved here with Fidelity National Title, I think you might have been one of the first realtors I met pretty early on in the gig. Really? Yeah, I think so because you were in St. Pete. I was working out of the St. Pete office. uh, So but, but look, we, we always talked. You had some great ideas. Um, I know you're a dog lover. I know that you know we're going to talk about your podcast. Uh, I, I know you love music. I mean, we're going to have some fun with this conversation.
0: So. <laughs> Sounds <Cool>. good. <laughs> All
1: right. So like me, you're not a native Floridian. Many of the people that we talk to here in St. Pete aren't. Although a lot of people are, it's surprising, shocking how many people are natives that live in this town, which kind of makes sense. So what was home for you? Where did you grow up?
0: I'm from Mobile, Alabama, which whenever I tell people that, they're like, what? You don't have an accent. I'm like, it's there. You just, you know, certain words or if I'm talking to my family, it'll come out.
1: <laughs> I I hear it in the word Alabama, actually. The way you say Alabama, that's, that <laughs> tells me, oh, yeah, she's from the South. Yeah, I get it. Um, look, I... I know Mobile's on the Gulf Coast. I, I know Interstate 10 runs right through it because when we were relocating to St. Pete, we stayed the night in Mobile. I think a tornado had hit like a few <laughs> miles south of the hotel. <laughs> oh <God. laughs> it was Because was, everything was flooded. It was rain and there was all kinds of stuff happening on. But, but tell me, look, that's, that's not much to know about Mobile, that I stayed there and it's on the Gulf Coast. Tell me a little bit about where you grew up.
0: Yeah, well, you're talking about weather, which is definitely a thing. Uh, Mobile yeah. is one of the rainiest cities in the country, so that was actually the cool thing about moving to St. Pete, being the sunshine city, because it's like oh, it's sunny all the time. Because <laughs> in Mobile, it rains all the time.
1: <laughs> uh, it's funny. It's on the north. It's on the. It's on the Gulf Coast, uh, and you're still living on the Gulf Coast, but yeah. quite a difference, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, something about. The, the Gulf into Mobile Bay and things just, you know, weather patterns just sweep across the panhandle, like from New Orleans, you know, all the way across to the panhandle. So lots of, you know, yeah, lots of stormy weather. Um, but yeah, it's hot and humid, definitely used to the heat from growing up there. I kind of like to describe it as like a small version of New Orleans hmm. in a way. Um, you know, it's got the same kind of history with the French and Spanish colonizations and all that. So you've got some of that, those influences with food, you know, like the Cajun and and all of Creole, all of that. So New Orleans is a bigger city and they took, you know, took it all to a different level. Um, But we have some of those same vibes on a smaller scale. And a fun fact that most people don't know is that Mobile is the birthplace of Mardi Gras. It is not. New Orleans. It is Mobile, Alabama. So just setting the record straight with
1: that. I'm going to say that sounds like that's a sore spot for uh, <laughs> people that grow <laughs> the natives. Of yes. Yeah. So like Carnival and Mardi Gras and all that stuff, all kind of a French start. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so, yeah. So I guess that makes sense. It could have been either place, but and once again, New Orleans kind of took it in, to another level. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I mean, hey, we went to New Orleans a lot. Uh, I just went back there in February, the first time I had been since we moved here. I mean, love New Orleans. So Mobile is a cool spot because, you know, you kind of get to uh, New Orleans, Pensacola uh, really easily. So yeah. Yeah.
1: I know you attended the University of Mobile. Is that right?
0: Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: And so when you, when you, as you're attending school, first of all, what are you going to study? Second, what's the plan? Everybody has an idea as an 18 year old. Yeah, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to school and and then I'm going to come out and I'm going to do this. You know, let's talk about that.
0: Yeah. I had a plan. I wanted to be a professional singer. That was, that was my plan. (laughs) So I went to, I majored in music in the performance, uh, vocal performance, which a lot of people were like, why, why aren't you doing the educational side? I'm like, I don't want to teach music. I want to do music. So, That's why I went that route. Um, Obviously, I am not a famous singer, so that did not go that way.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My guess is you could probably wow people at karaoke night. Am I right?
0: Probably. Have
1: you done that before in the past, Brittany?
0: Um, There are only a few people in the city that know I have sung at Ruby's at two occasions for their jazz improv. And that was (laughs) a while ago, but I have done that
1: wow so that's the one right on the corner of fourth and central our third and central yeah, third, yeah. wow mm-hmm. and you just never let anybody know you just went in there and quietly did it and hoped you didn't yeah. know anybody in the audience
0: <laughs> yeah it was so much fun and i i should do it again you know it's just one of those things where life gets busy and you don't do some of that stuff that you love but yeah it was really fun
1: well, now i gotta ask you some questions about the music side <laughs> of things. so there's there's like a a wide range of music, right? That you can study and sing and do whatever. You just said jazz, you know, uh, like an improv kind of a thing. Is that? Is that, what was your specialty? What did, if you, right now, if you were going to cut an album, what, what genre would it fit?
0: It would be in the jazz, you know, that kind of lounge, like Nora Jones, you know, Ella Fitzgerald yeah. was one of my favorites. I feel like I should have been born in like the, 40s or something with all of that awesome jazz music I love it um Harry Connick Jr. is one of my favorite artists so it would definitely be in that world um I mean my degree I was classically trained so you're studying all kinds of different music so I'm proficient in lots of those types of things but jazz would be what I love so
1: wow I love that so what's your first gig if I can use that phrase, <laughs> you graduate from from college. What's your first gig?
0: Uh, so I started working at a local music company that was actually internationally known. Just happened to be based in Mobile. Um, it's called Integrity Media, and a lot of people would probably recognize the name. Um, they they're not they're not open still. They you know were bought by another company, but that was. It was really cool because I was like, you know what, if I'm not going to be a professional singer, why don't I at least get to be in the music industry? Mm -hmm. So getting to work for, uh, it was a Christian, it's a Christian media label. So I got to work directly for, um, on the artist side of things. I was on like the, not really the, not accounting, but like kind of on the inventory side, you know, helping them order their albums and arrange for like some of the events that they're doing with the, with integrity. So I got to be on that side. So I got to meet some cool artists. Um, So yeah, it was really fun. It was a cool way to transition and stay in the music industry. Yeah,
1: I saw a documentary about a year ago. Uh, It was based uh, on a recording studio in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Yeah. You must be aware of that.
0: Yeah. I've never been. That would be a cool trip to see that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's nice. So somehow, Because you're a realtor now, and you've been a realtor for seven, eight years. We got to get you to real estate. How do we do that?
0: So I mentioned Integrity Media. So they ended up getting bought out by another company and closed their doors. So I was laid off in, let's see, I guess that was 2009 or something like that. 2009, 2010. So that was a big shock, um, getting laid off. You know, That was my first big girl job. So it was like whoa, what do I, what am I doing with myself now? So um, I had already started an event planning business on the side during my time there. And I, I had always kind of just, and I think that might be partly where, you know, wanting to be a singer was like, I'd always wanted to do my own thing, like have my own business, like be, be creative. And so the event planning business was kind of my dipping my toe into the water with that. And so when I got laid off from Integrity, I was like, you know what, I'm going to keep pursuing this and get another part-time job and kind of see what happens. So I interviewed for a real estate company as an administrative position, ended up not getting it, and then decided, huh, maybe I should just get my real estate license. (laughs) Like, I've always loved it. This sounds like a good idea. So did that, uh, joined Better Homes and Gardens, and quickly realized that there was a lot more opportunity for what I wanted to do in real estate than my event company. So I shut the event company down and focused on real estate.
1: Well, that's, that's a big jump. That's a big move, right? I think that, um, I I know they're both, you know, they both were your companies. You had to get clients in both or there was no money coming in. Right. Mm -hmm. Obviously. But for me that jump into real estate, man, that's a big leap of faith, right?
0: It is. And I think I got scared after I did it, like, Whoa! What did I do? <laughs> um, but I joined a, I basically joined a team. Um, I was a transaction coordinator on a on a small team at the office, and I think that helped me kind of feel like okay, you know, get some income coming in, learning the ropes, getting some mentorship. So that that helped a lot.
1: You and your husband decide that you're going to leave Mobile. First of all, how'd your family take that? that statement <laughs> i just
0: said. I would say good i would okay. say well yeah you know i think we both in all of our families mobile like my husband's wow. family too okay so you know i think both of our parents were like you know we would be sad for you to go but we know that this is a great opportunity so you're young go do it like yeah. you know, that was kind of the the sentiment so
1: How, okay. why st pete especially you didn't know anybody here when you moved here right i mean why same no.
0: So long story short, my husband was in a not so great work environment in Mobile. Um, he's been in the insurance industry for his whole career. Mm-hmm. And we were at the point where we needed him to have a new opportunity. And it was like, where can we go to get you that? Like, we will move wherever that needs to be. And so he had a, an acquaintance that was at this company in Mobile. That had moved over to a company in St. Pete and he had that just basically had this connection of like oh there's a job opening for an independent or excuse me a staff adjuster because he was always independent and he knew a guy that had moved there so called you know messaged him probably on Facebook or something and made the connection got the interview and it was a really long interview process it was about six months before we knew that we were moving and actually Thought we weren't moving in the middle of that. We obviously it was just looking up the city's like website and like visit stpclearwater.com or whatever and just like Googling as much as possible and going, huh, this looks like a cool city. huh? Let's try it. I mean, that's kind of what it was.
1: Well, I was waiting for a story like, oh, we'd vacationed there and we'd seen <laughs> no. it. <laughs> no, no, nope. right.
0: we just pretty much upped and moved. I mean, it sounds crazy. Like Maybe it was kind of crazy,
1: but nah, but it worked. <laughs> look, um, I've heard you talk about the anxiety of the move, right? I mean, it's it's got to be stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure, you know, first of all, the, the ability to overcome that is a big deal. And I'm guessing that that's become something that you use all the time now when you've got people coming to Florida, maybe for the first time, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I you know, I, I kind of like to say that my, my niche is, is relocation um, because I know exactly what that feels like. And to be a resource for someone when they don't even know like where, the, where a good grocery store is or like what doctor should I go to, like all of that stuff. Um, I really enjoy being that resource. And, uh, you know, I've, I've dealt with anxiety most of my adult life. And so it, it had kind of reared its ugly head when we moved here, you know, life triggers that, you know, that's usually those things that happen. Thankfully, I was self-aware enough to figure out that, okay, this is going to start spiraling if I don't get help. So I found a therapist that was recommended, started seeing her, and that was just a huge help. Just being able to sit down and talk to a non-biased third party and get some of those coping mechanisms back in place that I had learned, you know, years and years ago when I had done therapy before. So yeah, it was a long, long process, but absolutely worth it.
1: Uh, it sounds almost, um, especially in the industry you're in that it's, it's almost like a coach, but a life coach, right? Does mm-hmm. that make sense?
0: Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's cool. So you end up here now. I think BHG's here and I think they're here, but you end up going with the uh, premier Sotheby's international realty. Let's find out why you did that.
0: Yeah. Um, When we moved here, there was not really a well-established BHG brokerage here. Definitely more of a presence now than there was. So my broker in Mobile at BHG, of all things, his aunt and uncle lived in St. Pete. He was like, hey, I talked to my aunt and they're willing to help you out when you get there. And so Basically, through his connection of them, we had my husband had a place to live for three weeks before we, you know, they had a, they had a rental property that they let him stay in, and also with my broker, he's like, you know what, um, Setsubee's International Realty is in Saint Pete, and I've met Judy Green before, which is mm-hmm. the the founder, and she's an amazing lady, and if you have any you know, way of getting involved with Sotheby's, you need to do it. And I was like, okay. Like, I I mean, I was just like, I trusted him completely. So I'm like, well, if you say I need to reach out to them, then I'm, I'm going to do it. So I reached out to the St. Pete office and they were hiring an administrative assistant at the time and I was needed a job. (laughs) So, so I came on as the office administrator and that's how I got connected. So, you know, I'm then, got back into sales full time in 2017, because that was in 2015 when we moved here. So
1: that's the 2017 is when I got here. So that's, that makes sense. Yeah. That, okay.
0: That's about yep. the time
1: we met. Yeah. You were, you were getting into it. And I think you, I don't know if you came to any sessions we were doing or I don't know how we exactly met, but
0: yeah, I remember yeah meeting you at some of the trainings and stuff that y'all were doing, but it was a cool way to transition. I'm really glad that I, I worked at the, at the office yeah. and got to like, Learn the market and, and the business and all that in Florida before I got back into sales.
1: Yeah. And if you're ever in St. Pete, you can go check out their office. It's right there on 2nd and it's right next to, I mean, it's right off of beach. It's an amazing place. <laughs> it's a great Yeah, location.
0: Too, too yeah. close to Bacchus and Cassis, <laughs> really.
1: <laughs> probably, probably way too close. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, look, I moved here from Arizona. I was in the title business and came here to Florida. Were there big changes from Alabama to Florida when it came to real estate, or are they close enough in, in proximity that it wasn't really a, a big deal?
0: It was a big jump, mm. and, and I think that further led to my decision to not get back into sales right away. Mm. Mobile is the South. I mean, it's a much slower pace of life when you think about, you know, I know that we're in, you know, South from Mobile, but we ain't in the South in St. Pete anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. So much faster paced, you know, just in general. Um, And, you know, the house average house price is probably about double, probably more than that now, you know, at the time that was the case, the housing, like stock itself, just totally like the types of houses, like all that stuff was different, you know, in Mobile, it was like sprawling, you know, subdivisions and, and uh, these huge lots. And I mean, it's just not the same here, you know, so it it was a kind of a, probably a sticker shock and a culture shock with that. Um, but then we fell in love with the area and figure in just like, Hey, you know, just it is what it is.
1: Yeah. I, I try to tell people there's like, there is no place to start a subdivision in Pinellas County. Nope. It's all taken up by stuff. You have to tear something down if you want to put something up, right? It's pretty much the yeah. way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Like we got to talk about this. You are a podcaster. I love talking to people that took the energy and the effort and the time to create a podcast. In fact, we talked about it a little bit, right? I think when you were getting ready to do it, it's called yep. Soul, um, and there, now it's really making sense. There's that that side of you, that Harry Connick Jr., that soulful kind of thing going on. Because when I hear <laughs> you talk about stuff, you talk about the soul of the city or the soul of the person. and. And what you do on St. Pete's Soul is you interview local business owners, which I think is fantastic, right? That's the way to really build relationships for one, connect with people that you probably hadn't connected with on a deeper level. Um, but then also share that information out. That's something you can share to a, someone who's moving into town and say, hey, you can check this out. I talked to a lot of the business owners. Talk about that and how it's going. I mean, for me, it feels like this is such a, not a simple thing, but such an important thing to do.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of agents
1: just don't get there. So, congratulations yeah. on that! Yeah,
0: <laughs> thank you, and thank you because I honestly don't know if I would have started the podcast if you had not been willing to sit down with me and chat. Because I was so like overwhelmed by the idea, and you just made it so simple. So, thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's been it's been really cool to be able to connect with people that I would have never had the opportunity to talk to if I hadn't had the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you talked about the word soul, you know, when I was trying to think of the name that I did think about music because it it was that, it was that tie-in. I was like, you know, jazz and soul, like that's, that's a genre of music that I love. And I was like, and if you think about small businesses, the heart and soul of any thriving community, that's, that's where that tie-in came for me. So you know, I had this like whole piece of paper. I was like writing out all these names and all of a sudden I, it just clicked. I was like, "Oh, that's the one. Cool. I like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Of, of the guests you've talked to, not to put you on the spot, but people ask me this a lot. Uh, <laughs> was there one that you're like, wow, I was really, that was a really good episode. I mean, there was, this was cool. I got some information I wasn't expecting.
0: I think the one that, comes to mind when people ask me that is when I interviewed the founder of Keep St. Pete Lit, Marie McDowell. She's a native St. Pete, which is like, yeah, wow to meet someone like that. Yeah. Her organization is amazing, you know, helping at-risk youth and and all kinds of people like learn, you know, with literacy and creative writing and like all of those resources to mm-hmm. keep, you know, we have such a strong art community here, so helping keep the arts alive, you know, is is a part of her mission. When I interviewed her, there was so many just like n- gems of like business and life and like things like that you should do with your mindset and all that, which is really important to me that I wasn't expecting. And if you think about her journey, she started that nonprofit with nothing, like with nothing. It was, it's just all, it was all of her just building on her own. Um, and you can, you know, see her passion and her mindset is, is the reason why it, you know, her tenacity is the reason why it became as big as it is. So.
1: Yeah. I I, I like the fact that you have one right there that you like, yeah, that made a difference for you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Those are the best. Yeah. That's really cool. I saw, you know, I do some research and I saw that you're a volunteer with the St. Pete Chamber of Commerce. Mm
0: -hmm. Like they
1: they have a a young professional network kind of a thing, a YPN. Is that true?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So St. Pete Young Professionals, SPYP for short. So I got involved with, them in 2018 and i was the chair for the group last year in 2021 it's been it's been such an awesome way to meet new people and connect and you know when you're involved with the chamber you you know what's going on in the city like you get to have a voice in public policy and all that stuff so and then there's a community service side of it so all of that's been really cool to be a part of And so now that I'm the past chair this year, just in an advisory role, you know, I'm now able to get a little more involved with the St. Pete Chamber as a whole. And I can start getting involved with other committees there as, you know, as time goes on. So yeah, it's been it's been great.
1: You go in there because you want to serve and you want to help this new community you've adopted, Mm -hmm. right? But it has to help your business.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the cool thing about life when when you give freely. You will get in return. I mean, that's you know, that's the abundance mindset that I believe in. And so, just like you know, is however I can give value and and not worry about like detaching yourself from the outcome. That's that's the way I try to live life. Yeah. So, with the chamber, like you know, I was able to meet people. You know, again, we moved here in 2015. So by 2018, I still didn't know that many people. You know, so. Meeting people I've never had the opportunity to meet otherwise. And then in that, you're building those relationships. And from that comes, you know, potential business transaction, which is kind of that natural like cycle of things. So that's always my philosophy. If you just focus on giving and the relationship side, the rest of it just follows. That's great. I
1: I would imagine going, even going back to St. Pete's soul, same thing. There tends to be. A certain sort of guest, you know, I can tell that you like local owned stuff and, you know, there's this whole thing. And I would think that just connecting with those people helps you connect with more of those sorts of people that, I don't want to say tribe, but you know what I'm talking about. It's the Mm -hmm. the demographic of people that you love working with because you all align. And so that's what's happening with you, right? Which is perfect for real estate.
0: Yeah. 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 You know, your vibe attracts your tribe. You know, that's kind of the saying you hear a lot. But it's really true, and it makes your life easier when you do get to work with the like-minded people. Yeah. And then you don't feel bad about saying no to clients that aren't a good fit. Yeah, it's been really neat to see like how my sphere has just kind of grown over, over my time here. And with things like the Chamber and the podcast have really helped. That's cool.
1: Um, all right, now I got to put you on the spot because you're with the chamber and you got some information.
0: You know. <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: <laughs> what do you see in St. Pete uh, uh, like over the next five to 10 years? I mean, you know, looking out not a long ways, just just a short time. But I'll tell you one thing. I live downtown. The skyline's already changed. There's five skyscrapers either. Topping off, or they're digging dirt in them. <laughs> so we know mm-hmm. that's changing, right? But what do you th- what do you see going forward? And then I got to ask you this question: I know you're a Rays fan. I, I'm worried about 2027. If they're, not, are they going to be here or what?
0: <laughs> I know. Oh, I pray every day for for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think with St. Pete, my well, my hope is that we will continue to grow and develop and keep the that small town like kind of community vibe that we have because mm-hmm. that is what attracts people here and it's it's really evident to me because I can attest to it and I know my clients can when they move here and don't know anyone it is really easy to start building a community it, there's just I don't know something about it you walk into like I love book and bottle I've made so many friends just by literally being in the shop like that's just the nature of our community and with COVID, I think we saw that like everyone just rallied around all of our small businesses. Yeah. So, I think that it's such a strong, tight knit community with that that I don't think that we're going to let that go. I think that's going to still be a great part about St. Pete, um, even as we develop and have more of those high rises. Um, I think we're going to see that tendency to have the small business over like the big big chain that that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, I I agree. I agree. I think it's been you know, my wife and I grew up in San Diego and then we lived in Phoenix, you know, these are big cities. Uh, and, and even though the Tampa Bay area is rather large, our mm-hmm. little peninsula on the big peninsula <laughs> is something that's kind of cool. And you want to protect, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. And the benefit to the growth is like getting some awesome restaurants and like all of those. I mean, that's stuff we love to do, you know, God's right. eat and try all the new things. So, Um, I think our food scene has grown so much. I think that will continue to grow too.
1: Yeah. Well, Brittany, I got to get you back to work. So let me ask you the, um, the same final question I've asked everybody. Right. And that's what one piece of advice would you give a new agent just getting started?
0: That's, I'm sure everyone says that's a challenge because I feel like there's so many things that I could say that I wish I would have done differently. Um, but I think it all kind of comes back to one thing, and that would be hiring a coach. I hired a coach in 2019, and I wish that I would have done that from the beginning because I I dealt with a lot of like you know limiting beliefs and some of that confidence and stuff. Um, you know that mindset work that's really hard, and it's hard to do on your own and would have been more help with that earlier on. So yeah, having a coach, I think is huge, because when you are, you're on your own trying to grow a business, it's really easy to fall into fall into a dark place, you know, when your things aren't going your way, you know, all that stuff. And so when you have someone that's helping you work through strategy, you know, take action instead of sitting and playing the, you know, victim, you know, that kind of thing. I just think that's that's huge. So that would be my number one advice is just hire a coach. Find a way to, you know, pay the money and hire a coach. It will be worth it.
1: <laughs> Brittany, if somebody wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that?
0: Well, I am on all social channels at Brittany Renew Realtor. So you can, you know, find me on there, shoot me, follow, me, follow me, shoot me a DM. Um, also, you can email me, Brittany.Renew at PremierSIR.com.
1: Awesome. This this has been great, Brittany. Thank you so much for for agreeing to do this. Uh, you know, and to be honest, I should have called you a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I said that a few times on my show, but um, <laughs> anyways, this it, it is a lot of fun and 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 continued success. This it's been really fun to, and I follow you socially, so I get to see what you're talking about, and it's just great. So congratulations.
0: Thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity, and like I said, I'm a big fan. So. It's an honor to be on here.
1: Thank you for listening to The Real Estate Sessions. Please head over to ratethispodcast.com forward slash sessions to leave a review or a rating and subscribe to The Real Estate Sessions podcast at your favorite podcast listening app.